pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome, Dan Bach back with you here once again, Roto Grinders, Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Uh, We are presented by Fantasy Draft, and I'm excited to let you know today, we got a free roll rolling with them here today, so uh, what I need you to do to enter that, if you're not already an account holder over there on Fantasy Draft, make sure you use promo code GRINDERS when you sign up, but if you already are, you're good to go, just uh, click the link, it's going to be posted on the podcast page on Roto Grinder. So if you're hearing this on iTunes or Spreaker or uh, any of the other places out there that you get our podcast, make sure you go to rotogrinders.com slash podcasts and you'll see the fix. You'll see my smiling face and click that button and you'll be able to see it right in the comment section. And what we got for you today, uh, some tickets to the uh, $25 GPP they have happening on Friday over on Fantasy Draft and some Roto Grinder swag for the top finishers as well. We got a new order of uh, nice plush uh, Roto Grinders t-shirts and uh, some nice colors as well. So I'm excited for those. I haven't even, I don't even have any yet. So you'll get them before me. So uh, opportunity for you guys to play for free, win some stuff. Who doesn't love that? And support, of course, our sponsor. So if you want to play the free roll, then maybe throw that in the $5 game or a head-to-head over there on Fantasy Draft. Because remember, beautiful thing on Fantasy Draft too. Got lots of ways for you to uh, kind of uh, you know limit the number of people who pick up your head-to-head games, a larger number of player blocks. So if you don't want X, Y, and Z picking up your games, you can put that in there. So players first, that's their mentality over at Fantasy Draft, doing great things. Check them out if you haven't done so already. Small slate in baseball tonight, so we'll go through that, and then we'll go through uh, NBA. So uh, that is going to be the structure of today's podcast. Uh, Looking at the uh, MLB schedule tonight, we only got five games for you. Phillies, Pittsburgh, uh, Mets, Braves, uh, Marlins, Brewers, San Francisco, and Arizona, and then Red Sox and the Angels. So that's the uh, setup for us tonight. So uh, without any further ado, let's get into it. I think the format that we used yesterday worked pretty well, where we will go through kind of game-by-game pitcher thoughts and notes, and then uh, circle back and hit up position-by-position. Position. Obviously, we'll be talking about hitters along the way as well. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's start with uh, Pittsburgh Philadelphia tonight, and uh, you know two pretty good pitchers out here. And it's funny because you know yesterday's show I said, man, uh, you know Barrios and Carrasco, you could easily play both those guys against each other, but there were lots of other options for us, and that would have worked out pretty well. Not a whole lot of runs scored in that one. I don't know if we want to go that route here today in this game. I mean, Arietta, I think 
is a guy who uh, kind of maybe has a little bit better reputation than he deserves. Obviously, he was great a couple of years ago for Chicago. Uh, but looking at the numbers over the last year or so, he has really struggled versus left-handed bats. You know, versus righties, he's still pretty elite. The Woba uh, against him is a 269. The ISO is a 135. But the uh, versus lefties, you're looking at a weighted OBA of 349 and ISO 222. And uh, a walk rate over 10% as well. So line drive rate over 22%. So all these things pretty high. So the lefty bats are the ones that you're going to want to look at. And, uh, you know, Pittsburgh, they've got a handful of those out there. Frazier, Polanco, Josh Bell, Dickerson. Um, I mean, not none of these guys are, are, are monster Woba guys out there. But, you know, even guys like Colin Moran has got an ISO of 212 um, against righties today. So I just don't think this is the best matchup for him here. Again, cold temperatures still uh, hanging around out there in the Midwest. Uh, but I'd much rather go on the other side of things and look at Jamison uh, Tyon. And Tyon's a guy who, the one thing he doesn't do very well at all is hold run, base runners on. So, you know, you definitely have some upside in some of the speed guys, a guy like Kingry, maybe even Cesar Hernandez. Uh, but this guy's been pretty freaking awesome. An XFIP of 3.78 since la the beginning of last year. And uh, really, you know, limits the damage. Um, you, the K rate, it's good, not great. You know, versus righties, it's pretty solid at 20, almost 27%. Only about 16% versus lefties. Uh, but, in, you know, induces just a ton of soft contact which uh, and limits the hard contact more than anything. And uh, I just feel like he is our top pitcher on the slate today. He's improved a ton. The salary on a five-game slate, I'm not really worried about it. We can make things work. And uh, he's definitely a guy I'm playing on my fantasy draft lineups tonight when we've got two pitchers to use. Uh, the Mets and Atlanta today, it's Matt Harvey going against Lucas Sims. And, uh, you know, we've got two pitchers with XFIPs over five. That's not particularly great uh, in terms of wanting to use them. I'm not looking to either of these two guys for GPPs. I think Freeman got banged up. I read something this morning that uh, he ended up getting an X-ray on his hand. So, you know, if he if he's out of the lineup, that really is a monster bat that comes out of Atlanta that, you know, they don't have remotely anything else in that lineup that – that's that can come close to him. I mean, he's a stud. The rest of the guys are not. Markakis, Suzuki, Preston Tucker, Swanson. I know Flaherty. I think hit a home run yesterday, but that lineup's really watered down. Uh, I'm not playing Matt Harvey though. I don't think this guy's really good anymore. His K rate 15 percent, and your walk rate is 10. When you've got like a five percent spread between K and walk rate, that's not good. So uh, I don't envision myself going there at all. Um, and especially for him too, like he's, uh, he's fine. He's okay versus righties. He is just dreadful versus lefties. If you look at the splits since the beginning of last year, you've got a 418 Woba, 272 ISO, uh, a 13% K rate, a 37.7% hard contact rate for lefties, a well hit rate of 15%. That's high. So uh, I'm definitely looking more at the lefties. And NCRT 
Uh, I think Preston Tucker is a guy I actually put in my fantasy draft lineup. I'm going to be playing in that free roll with you tonight so you can check out my teams. And he is in there. Pretty cheap kind of bat because I'm paying up for pitching. And uh, he's been great versus righties. Uh, again, limited sample size because he didn't play a whole lot last year. But this guy was a big prospect coming up. 398 Woba, 275 ISO right now. And, uh, you know, pretty solid numbers in terms of exit velocity versus right-handed pitching. You know, Freeman would play. He'd be an excellent option. But I have a hard time really seeing that happening tonight. Okay, Milwaukee and Miami. Chase Anderson versus uh, Dylan Peters. Uh, Chase Anderson, I think, could be uh, a guy that a lot of people look to. I mean, he's a, kind of a reverse splits pitcher, and it's not like he's bad versus righties. It's just he's really tough versus lefties when you consider their weighted OBA is a 267 and ISO is a 126 uh, and a, a very solid K rate at 25%. So, you know, he's pretty tough versus those left-handed bats, and that's really where the power comes from with Miami. Guys like Dietrich, uh, Justin Bohr, uh, you know, those are the two, you know, big power bats they have in there. Guy like Real Muto, um, I think is in play today uh, because, you know, righties do handle him just a little bit better. But uh, this isn't a bad spot. The, the problem that we kind of, you know, run into is you know, the pricing on him today, uh, he's not cheap by any measure. We get uh, Tyon at 9.3, and we've got Chase Anderson, what, at 7.9 on FanDuel, 95 on DraftKings. So I think on FanDuel, he's definitely a guy to to kind of consider. Now, so far this season, the strikeout numbers haven't been great, um, but I don't think outside of Tyon, there's a lot of great strikeout pitchers maybe on this slate, but you love the matchup. Miami is de facto AAA team, uh, a strong favorite here at minus 182. And, you know, looking at, you know, team totals today, uh, we don't have anything there with New York and Atlanta yet because they're waiting on uh, the Freeman news, I'm imagining. But Marlins at 3.81, Pirates at 3.69, Phillies at 3.81. Um, and that's the kind of interesting thing about this uh, Tyon deal, and maybe you can make the argument, maybe I should consider Anderson more, is that Tyon is actually an underdog today against Philadelphia, where Chase Anderson is nearly a 2-1 to favorite. So uh, I might dig into that just a little bit more, because that is somewhat concerning. Not that, you know, the win points are the end-all, be-all. You know, strikeouts certainly do matter, but a home game here for Milwaukee uh might need to look into Chase Anderson. He's definitely in play. He's not a guy I'm I'm just, you know, all out fading by any measure. Uh, all right, last couple of pitchers for us here. And on the opposite side, you're going to want to play some Milwaukee bats today. Let's just put it that way. Dylan Peters, no thanks. Uh, Giants and Arizona. Uh, I am looking at uh, Ty Block versus uh, Mr. Zach Granke today. And I'm definitely interested in some Granke tonight. Uh, another guy who, you know, XFIP of 3.35, the weighted OBA versus lefties and righties, both below 300. The ISOs, 187 and 143. So he's been just uh, really solid in terms of the numbers out there. And um, yeah, like, uh, you know, I'm just definitely comfortable looking at him, especially versus this San Francisco lineup that, uh, just doesn't impress me right now. You know, Buster Posey, he's, 
you know, it's not washed, but I don't think I need to play him with a 113 ISO versus righties today against Zach Greinke. I don't think that's what I'm looking to do tonight. So uh, I, you know, obviously early in the year, there was the talk of the humidor. Then there was a ton of runs scored. And lately, not quite as many runs being scored. So I think Greinke is fine with this, uh, you know, somewhat elevated K rate, at least based on the starters we have today. And I'm not seeing any numbers here that, that scare me, you know, one bit. I think the one thing people will potentially look at, there is some negative BVP for a couple of these guys. Uh, Hunter Pence, Andrew McCutcheon, uh, you know, what, 8 for 37, 8 for 30, uh, what looks like six extra base hits for McCutcheon in 30 at-bats against Greinke. You know, the timing of those somewhat matters. Same with Buster Posey. I mean, that's if there's an argument against him, it's a lot of these batters have really good numbers against Greinke. I mean, even... Brandon Crawford, 9 for 37 with uh, four extra base hits, including a home run. Posey, 12 for 45. Um, you know, so he's had no problem hitting him. So Hunter Pence, 8 for 37. But again, Hunter Pence today, maybe not the same Hunter Pence that was good against Zach Greinke five, six years ago. So I uh, somewhat have to use... Um, Look at the context of BVP numbers, but uh, the San Francisco lineup, they don't strike out a lot. That is, you know, I think limiting some of his upside today at only 18%, but at home, again, nether pretty strong number, minus 176. Going against Ty Block, who's not a bad pitcher uh, by any measure. He's not anybody that I really am looking to use in fantasy per se. Um, I mean, let's look at his starts so far this season. Uh, and he's like dirt cheap out there, but uh, yeah, I mean, 15 fantasy points, uh, what, three strikeouts in five innings, one strikeout in six innings. He just offers you like zero upside, kind of like a pitch to contact type uh, pitcher. So I'm probably not looking to him one bit today. Uh, there's going to be some obvious plays, I think, for the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight going against a lefty in that home ballpark, which uh, we'll obviously discuss here when we get to the uh, uh, get to the bats conversation here tonight. Uh, then last game for us, Boston versus the Angels. Eduardo Rodriguez uh, will be taking on Nick Trapiano. Pretty even line here. Somewhat surprising considering that we've got, uh, you know, this Boston team that looks incredible. I mean, 15-2 and two to start the season. Uh, obviously, they're going to maintain that pace all year long. Probably not. Uh, I'm not using either pitcher here. Both these offenses pretty good uh, from my perspective. Uh, we've got, what, a 422 XFIP for uh, Rodriguez versus a 359 for Tropiano. I'd probably actually give the edge uh, somewhat towards Tropiano because he's been pretty freaking awesome versus righties um, so far over the last couple of seasons. Lefties, on the other hand, have given him fits uh, and not a super strong left-handed lineup there for the Boston Red Sox today. Benintendi, definitely a guy that I would be looking to target today, though, if I was going to take one. Uh, but neither of these pitchers, uh, I'm not looking to use them in my teams today. All right, let's head, uh, head on over to position-by-position position breakdown, and we will get to the um, uh, NBA for tonight. All right, let's, uh, let's take a look at things here and catch your spot today. You know, if you're playing DraftKings and you have to have one tonight, 
probably looking at a guy like Jet Bandy today at at 2.9K versus the lefty Dylan Peters. Uh, again, small sample size, but he has pretty strong splits against them. 390, the weighted OBA, 258 ISO. And that offense is projected to score the most runs out of pretty much anybody tonight. So I, I think your options are him, or you could play Real Muto. He's probably like the best hitter. Maybe you could throw Buster Posey in there too, but uh, for 700 less, I'd play Real Muto all day long um, against Chase Anderson. But that Miami offense is just terrible. And you just, you know, even if he does hit a home run, it's probably going to be a solo one. So I'd save the 600 bucks. Jet Bandy, probably my preferred choice, assuming he cracks the lineup today for the Milwaukee Brewers. Okay, moving on to first base. I'm going to stay with the Brewers today, where Jesus Aguilar is uh, my top option today. Got him on my fantasy draft lineup. Uh, DraftKings today at 3100 Pretty reasonable salary there. Um, and, you know, if you're playing FanDuel, you don't have as you have some flexibility. I guess DraftKings is the site you don't have. And the question is, do you play a cheaper Aguilar, great splits, great matchup, great ballpark, or do you play Paul Goldschmidt today, who is got a lefty at home, which is, again, a 312 ISO and 414 419 weighted OBA against lefties over the last 167 at-bats. That's really good numbers there. So uh, probably on DraftKings, I would play Goldschmidt because I think he's the best you know, matchup play on the slate. The same way J.D. Martinez was the best matchup slate uh, or play on the slate last night, and that worked out great. So probably would lean Goldschmidt in cash games, uh, but he is priced up. But I think he's priced up for a good reason. He very well could take one yard today. Uh, you know, Ryan Braun is also first base eligible in DraftKings, but you can play him in the outfield. He gets the lefty and Peters, so he is fine. Uh, again, if you're playing on fantasy draft, that's the wonderful thing because I've got, actually got Aguilar and Goldschmidt into a lineup. Huh, nice. When it's infield, outfield, you can make things work like that. Uh, all right, moving on over to second base here, and you're going to hear me talk a lot about the Brewers, Hernan Perez. Uh, absolutely a guy that I'm looking at hitting in the heart of that order. Cheap price tag, certainly on Fantasy Draft. And DraftKings, he's all right over there at 3K. If you're not playing tie-on for whatever reason, I have no issue going with Hernandez uh, up top for Philadelphia just because I think the stolen base upside is absolutely there if he gets on base. That's a big if, but you know, with the value of those points and how likely he would be to get them if he gets on base, uh, absolutely. You know, for 3900 you're getting leverage off of probably going to be pretty high ownership on Tyon tonight. Uh, Adam Frazier leading off maybe against Jake Arrieta. We talked about his struggles versus lefties. If he does lead off today, we got a pretty nice salary on him, 3100 on DraftKings. FanDuel just hates him because he's 2100 over there and even 5700 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, in your cash games, you're looking to get guys at the top of that order. Uh, he could be viable for you tonight. Okay, moving on to third base next. And, you know, Rafael Devers gets Trapiano. We talked about some of his struggles versus lefties. Boston is absolutely locked in at the plate. So I think he makes a lot of sense today. Uh, he's under 4K over on DraftKings. And, uh, yeah, I don't mind that one. Same with, like, Kingery against Tyon, another guy with crazy speed. And uh, I'm playing Tyon, so I'm not playing him, but... 
there's a reason to kind of take a look at him. I think maybe the overall best play, but I don't know if he fits the build today, but he might just be the guy you want to play, is Zach Cozart against Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, he's one of the guys on this team that will hit lefties really well, and uh, over the last 112 at-bats, you're looking at an ISO of over 250 and a weighted OBA of almost 400. And then lastly, Devin Marrero, uh, your punt option at third base today against Ty Block for Arizona. Uh, 352 Woba, 243 ISO. Uh, not the worst sample size there, but so uh, I think he's viable. He's 21 on FanDuel, 26 on DraftKings, and a really low 4,800 on Fantasy Draft tonight. Okay, uh, over on shortstop, tonight again and not a ton of big names for us to to look in fact very little big names for us to look at today man it is an absolute struggle I'm looking up and down this list and it sucks um yeah it really really stinks you might go to Kettle Marte today simply because you're looking at a guy hitting near the top of the order against Ty Block, who's not much of a strikeout guy. His numbers are fine, but it's more of, you know, look at where everybody else is batting here. We've got Miguel Rojas batting second. No thanks. Uh, you got Marte likely batting second. Again, these are just speculations. And then 6th, 7th, 9th, 8th, 9th, 6th, 6th, 7th, 9th, 6th, 7th. Ouch. So... Probably would pay up a little bit, uh, and Marte's not really paying up. He's thirty three hundred. Um, Orlando Arcia twenty nine, maybe. I mean, he doesn't have great splits versus lefties, um, but he is going to again be a part of that that Milwaukee team. But you know, I've mentioned about four Milwaukee players, and he's definitely lower on the list for me in terms of where I'd want to go. So. This position really sucks. Play fantasy draft, and you don't have to play anybody from there. Uh, all right, moving on to the outfield, and you know if I'm if uh, you know my top two guys tonight are going to be um, Goldschmidt and Trout, so those are my guys who I want to get most into my lineup. So I'm looking to uh, spend on the most. Uh, so love those guys here today, but. Plenty of other ways, you know, for us to go. Uh, Ryan Braun would be fine against the lefty Dylan Peters, certainly at home. In that same game, Domingo Santana, pretty cheap price tag, and a 350 Woba versus lefties. Uh, the ISO a little bit under two, and he's not a big home run hitter. And I talked about Preston Tucker and uh, his pretty impressive splits versus righties uh, at just a bargain basement price tag today. Enciarte uh, against Harvey, um, definitely a top of the order guy. You love those kind of in cash games tonight. So I think we can potentially put him on our list of players. Uh, Corey Dickerson versus uh, Jake Arietta. I don't love the weather in that ballpark, but Arietta struggles versus lefties. Dickerson just fine versus righties and ISO over two, a Woba of 345. Uh, and then Justin Upton, another guy that I think we can really look at. I mean, just monster numbers versus lefties here. 343 average, 471 Woba, and 343 ISO. That is better than J.D. Martinez is versus righties and uh, better than Reese Hoskins is versus righties. So uh, pretty elite numbers there for Upton versus Southpaws. He's not cheap at 4500 on DraftKings Fantasy Draft. He is sitting at 9K FanDuel, 4,200. So seems like it might be baked in um, in better numbers than Mike Trout versus lefties. So uh, maybe Upton should be the play over Trout. I don't know. I still will always take Trout over him. 
most times. And then A.J. Pollock, the last guy to look at, too, with elite numbers versus lefties at home. In theory, which should be a good ballpark. We'll see how that humidor pays, plays out. But he's not not cheap at 4700 You know, Upton versus Pollock could be a, a real question for you. So uh, those are the names that I would be putting into my player pool here on this Thursday. But uh, that's going to wrap up the baseball talk. Let's get to basketball tonight. we got three games, Philly and Miami, Portland and Pels. And Golden State versus the San Antonio Spurs. And uh, we'll, we'll just kind of break down per game here. Philadelphia versus Miami. Uh, I guess Hosan Whiteside, they're just not going to play him in this series. And maybe it makes sense uh, because he can't kind of keep up. I thought my feeling was Spo was going to, you know, try and slow the game down a little bit. And that really wasn't what happened. It was just Dwayne Wade went crazy. Uh, it's hard not to play Ben Simmons. Even when he plays bad like he did last game, he gave you 50 fantasy points. But this is a tougher defensive matchup for him. Uh, so I could see, you know, Simmons versus Anthony Davis. A pretty big pricing discrepancy between these two, uh, especially on FanDuel. You got Simmons at 10-2. You got Davis at 12-7. Uh, I believe on DraftKings, we bring that up, and it is a 10-2 versus 10-9. So a little bit closer there. Um, but on FanDuel in particular, you know, you're probably best off taking uh, the savings on Simmons. But on DraftKings, uh, I'd probably pay for Davis a little bit more. But the total is 217, 216 in, in the Pels game. And then Golden State Spurs is 206. Uh, other guys on Philadelphia to look at. I mean, Ursan Ilyasova, we'll see if Embiid plays today. It doesn't sound like he's going to play. And Ursan has kind of been, I hate to use the term a beast, but 11 and 14 rebounds for him in each of the last two games, back-to-back double-doubles, um, which is, you know, funny because it's just like, I was watching that game the other day, and like they didn't have Whiteside in there, and like Ursan was just getting like simple, easy rebounds in there, and I just sit to myself like, why would you not play this guy? So Ursan Ilyasova is not the guy who's just, you know, killing you on the glass, but they seem pretty committed to uh, Kelly Olynyk tonight, and he's a guy whose salary, it, it's certainly risen. Um, he's actually more than Whiteside is over there on DraftKings. He's 6,100. I think Whiteside's down to like 54 uh, over there. So uh, I, I don't know. I I, I want to sit there and be like, yeah, I'll play Whiteside at 5,400. Dude was 67 last game in 72 the game prior to that, uh, 5,500 on FanDuel, uh, you know, fantasy draft at 10-4. He was 14K when the series started, but uh, it's hard to get excited about a guy playing 15 and 12 minutes. Now, if Embiid plays, uh, that could change things up a good bit. We've seen those two match up against each other throughout the season, and he kind of fits the flow of the game maybe a little bit more. So, uh on the outside shot that Embiid plays, then maybe you look at Whiteside, but hard to pull the trigger there. Uh, I think James Johnson, though, I think they liked what they saw from him last game. Uh, got way more minutes. They got the win, and, you know, he combined for 42 fantasy points, uh, 18 points, three steals, five blocks, seven rebounds. Yeah, shot the ball well. Is he going to go seven for seven from the field? Probably not. But, hey, at 5,400 on FanDuel, 57 on DraftKings, 10-9 on Fantasy Draft, he doesn't need to score you that many fantasy points again. So I like James Johnson a lot tonight. Um, 
And then the other guys from Philly's side of things, their whole thing kind of boils down to shooting. They really need their shooters to make shots. And you saw Bellinelli, 9 of 17, 4 of 7 from three-point range in that second in that first game, uh, 5 of 13, 2 of 8 from three-point range in that second game. Uh, but they seemed pretty committed to keeping him on the floor. Fultz does not look like he's ready to be playing big minutes. So uh, I'm buying Bellinelli, you know, his presence being a real thing. And J.J. Redick as well, uh, 5,200 over there on DraftKings. 35 minutes for him last game, 1 of 7 from three-point range. Probably going to do a little bit better than that. Um, but tough matchup nonetheless. But some of these guys in that 5K range, I am okay with. Okay, Portland and Pels. Uh, I guess we just fire out Damian Lillard and be like, okay, dude's going to go ham one of these games, right? Uh, he's not – he's the, the key to this team playing well. They're only three-point dogs. The, basically, you lose, you're done. They're probably not winning four straight. So they've got to win this game to at least – bring the series back to Portland to give them a chance. So uh, this is make or break time for him. We saw it with LeBron James the other night, uh, and I think we might see it with Lillard today. The problem is uh, just really good defense uh, by Drew Holiday. And uh, But the interesting thing is really low on shots last game. Only 18 shot attempts for him in 40 minutes, seven turnovers. But I think this is a spot for him. I'm playing him 8,900. The price is lower on DraftKings. FanDuel has dropped a little bit. Fantasy Draft, uh, 17K, so hasn't dropped a whole lot. But I think this is do-or-die time for Portland, and it's on Damian Lillard's shoulders. Guy's borderline, you know, MVP candidate the last couple months of the season. You know, obviously not LeBron or uh, James Harden level, but if those guys weren't in the league, then he would probably be the next guy up. So uh, I like him a, a good bit here. We get a price down here on McCollum who is another one who just, uh, you know, not nearly as bad as that salary indicates. 39 fantasy points last game, and he's still under 7K. He's going to play a pile of minutes tonight. They're very tight in their rotation, so uh, I do like McCollum. Keep your eye on Nurkic. He did get hurt last game, but I think he's going to play today, but he didn't, you know, play after he hurt that leg. So for whatever reason, Zach Collins would earn a start. He's a guy to look at. Collins... You know, played all right last game. I mean, I touted him at 3,100, and he gave us 18 fantasy points. That pretty much is kind of what you're looking for. He's up to 36 on DraftKings. He's still min salary on FanDuel and Fantasy Draft. He jumped up a full 1,000 to 7K. So I think I'm FanDuel. If you're stars and scrubbing it up, you're fine. DraftKings, I'm a little less excited um, unless news comes out on Nurkic because even that $500 increase, you know, he uh, – his production was actually a little bit less than we had previously, but 24% usage for him in those 21 minutes. Uh, but they're 0 for 2 with Zach Collins playing big minutes. So maybe they kind of throttle that back a little bit, but not sure if they're going to be able to do that if Nurkic couldn't go for whatever reason. So uh, those are the names to talk about on Portland. Obviously, we've got Anthony Davis. Uh, Rajon Rondo has looked phenomenal in the playoffs and uh he's been too cheap over there on FanDuel they finally got him at 7k and I don't know if that's quite enough you know DraftKings is at 7400 that's way up there now he was went from 67 to 71 to 74 and he's given you 42 and 41 fantasy points each of the last two games so uh the place where he might make the most sense could be over there fantasy draft at 4-9 uh, I'm okay with him, but I don't like him as much as I 
previously did when the salary was a, a tad bit lower. Um, Etwan Moore uh, at 4,100 on DraftKings scored uh, nine or. Uh, or excuse me, uh, took nine shots in 30 minutes. The minutes are there, just not you know a centerpiece of that offense. But hey, for 4,100, you're getting a guy who's going to give you 30-plus minutes. Could do worse than that. I have not been on Drew Holiday in the playoffs. Therefore, I have not made a lot of money when the Pelicans are on the slate. 52 fantasy points last game against Portland. He has just been, you know, an absolute stud. 33 real-life points in that game, 21 the game prior to him, 7,900 on DraftKings, 84 on FanDuel, 14-6 on Fantasy Draft. So Fantasy Draft has not budged on that salary through the first couple of games. And then I think Ian Clark, let me take a look at him real quick. Um, 17 minutes and 24 minutes for him, not great. 3,400 on FanDuel, 35 or 34 on DraftKings, 35 on FanDuel. Probably don't need to quite go there yet. And then I'm playing Anthony Davis if you can fit him in. It's just a tough matchup here for Portland. Uh, And then lastly, Warriors versus Spurs. Man, horrible news there with Popovich and his wife who uh, passed, I believe it was last night. Not really unexpected. Not that that matters. It's always horrible, but it's not like... She got hit by a bus. She'd been sick for a while, but it's always horrible when you when you lose a loved one. So we'll see if Pop even shows up. You could have the narrative of them playing for her. I I don't know about that, but either way, San Antonio's got to pick up a W here. You fall 3-0 in a series, you're toast. So uh, we've seen Rudy Gay move into that starting lineup and uh, and be pretty productive uh, in doing so, got 36 minutes of play. I think he's a stone lock on FanDuel and DraftKings in this matchup at 5K for the amount of minutes that he's playing in the, you know, kind of implied point total that we're going to have. So uh, Rudy Gay definitely chalking it up with him today. The guards, it, it's tough. I mean, Deontay Murray, I think, is the best player, but only played 12 minutes that previous game. Uh, I mean, did, uh, did Tony Parker you know, get those minutes. I mean, Tony Parker is down to 2,900 over there on DraftKings. I didn't even know they went below 3K. I guess they do for the playoffs. 2,900 there for uh, for Tony Parker. The interesting guy to throw out there on DK is uh, Bertans. He is 2,700 on DraftKings. Is that right? Let me look. I want to make sure there's not anything messed up with our uh, with uh, our our lineup feed. No, he is 2,700. Uh, Bertans played big minutes last game, and he is can stretch the floor, so I don't mind him one bit. Uh, now, he only gave you nine fantasy points in 25 minutes, but uh, at 2,700, you know, if you want to get Davis, you want to get Durant, you know, you want to get Simmons, you're going to need some 2K crappers. You got one there, and Bertans that uh, I'll throw a small endorsement towards. Uh, JaVale McGee at 3,800 on DraftKings, 36 on FanDuel, 73 on Fantasy Draft. Uh, We pretty much know his role. If he can get you the 26 we've seen each of the last two games, he's fine for that salary. I still think it's a little bit iffy that that happens, but hey, two for two uh, in in making that happen. As for KD uh, at 10-3 on DraftKings, I mean, dude's going to shoot the ball an absolute ton. He's super efficient, does fill up uh, a ton of different uh, statistical categories. I mean, only gave you one steal and block last game and finished with 51 fantasy points. He's not really the rim protector. He doesn't need to be with McGee playing those minutes, but, you know, typically can get you a little bit more in those 
uh, categories. Draymond, kind of disappointing here lately. If the salary had dropped on him, I'd be more interested. And maybe on FanDuel, you can look at it because it did fall from 8,200 down to 7,300. On DraftKings, uh, only a $200 fall. On Fantasy Draft, uh, pretty low. Uh, opened at 13.7, went to 14.1, down to 13.3. He had 44 fantasy points in that first game. He had two fouls right off the bat, I believe, in that game two, which he ended up finishing with a fine number of minutes. But you kind of get out of the flow. Defensively, you might not play uh, at the same level. And if anybody's defense leads to offense, it's Draymond Green. So uh, I'm fine with him, you know, turning it back around here today. Uh, Clay Thompson, uh, under 7K on both FanDuel and DraftKings, a pile of minutes for this guy. And uh, I'm a little bit more leery here moving on to the road that the shooting's going to be quite as efficient as we've seen from him. 11 for 13 and 12 for 20, including 5 of 8 and 5 of 6 from three-point range. That's really, really good. I don't know if that can continue here. So, um, But he's not overpriced, I think, at 6,800, but very dependent on that scoring. Uh, all right, that's what I got for you today in NBA and in MLB. Be sure to check out the Fantasy Draft free roll for tonight in Major League Baseball. Posting that, again, on rotogrinders.com podcast page. Just click the fix, and uh, you'll see it on the comments there. Join me, free to play, win some swag, win some tickets into a bigger GPP tomorrow, which is for money. It doesn't cost you anything, so no reason not to do it. Thanks to Fantasy Draft for being a sponsor, and thanks to you for listening, downloading. Please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes tunes helps us out a ton if you ever got feedback you know where to find me if you're looking for more of me it's sirius xm tonight six to seven we'll give you a full hour of dfs talk me and air crane going live with you tonight so until next time good luck in your contests and we will see you lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this father's day we do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.